This is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. Bitch, <laughs> the pot, the tea is hot. Ouch. Disclaimer, the focus of this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the people and events mentioned in this episode are real, due to the nature of historical storytelling, we cannot confirm the authenticity of specific details. That being said, please don't quote us in your history essay. Just enjoy the gossip for what it is. Gossip. Um, I think I'm always going to say gossip. I know. Please do. There's just something really satisfying about it. Gossip. I, just a little bit of gossip, honey. I know. You You shine differently when you say I it, I, honestly. I feel really good about myself yeah. when I talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> When I get my Boston accent, yeah. Oh, yeah, people will unsubscribe so fast. All all two parts of it, right? Yeah. I think this can be a two-parter. And it is a very, like, little-known story. Mm -hmm. I tried, like, I was like, oh, maybe I could, like, Google some more information about this, see if there's, like, anything else I can find. Nothing. There's basically nothing. There's some people summarizing this book that I read. Perfect. But besides this book, like, nothing exists. Even the girl that I'm going to talk about, Anna Buskler, her Wikipedia page is very short and completely in German. Wow. So, yeah, I couldn't even, like, look at a summary of, like, her life at all. Right. This is why, this is what we do. This is the perfect ones to find. Yes. Love it. Yeah, and a lot of this book, there was, like, or there was, like, a little bit of talk of religion, because this is during the Protestant Reformation, Mm -hmm. you know, political stuff, um... And I am cutting all that bullshit out. That's that's what we do. Give you the juicy details. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Cutting a lot of the like dates out because it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna tell you the story in chronological order. Yeah, and that's what you get. Um, but I do want to like shout out the book because it was fucking amazing. It's called The Burgermeister's Daughter. It's by Stephen Osmond, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, after this episode comes out, I'm gonna like tag the author in it. He was a Harvard professor. Ooh, wow. Yeah, he's very, very smart. He went to Germany, found all the paperwork on all the court cases that have to do with this, everything, and wrote this book based off of all those documents. I love it. Uh, He passed away a couple years ago. Oh, no. So I don't think I've ever felt such devastation over hearing that someone died that I just absolutely do not know. Yeah. I was like, Oh, no. Like, I was just so excited. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. If only we started this podcast when we first I know. Talked started about talking about, about it. He was alive then, Maddie. Oh, so man. it really it killed me a bit. But You're going to make him proud. I know you yeah, are. Yeah. He's he's looking down from above. Uh, Steven, I feel it. I love you. That book was amazing. I'm going to read your other book, too. It was so good. Um, anyway, so this is all set in 16th century Germany, just like diving right in here, oh. um, in a town called Hall. Hall was first settled in 5th century BC by the Celts, where they built a village close to a large salt spring. Oh, perfect. Just I just really quick, since yeah. I forget that you're the only one who can see me. Um, when you said this is set in the 16th century, I went, ugh. And that was like an <laughs> adoration ugh, because that's like oh, yeah, my not like favorite. Yeah. We hate and that. And just so everyone knows, because it, pro- it could have sounded like that. No, mm-hmm. I'm this, uh, I'm so excited. Oh, I was already excited. 
we have I'm some so reoccurring excited. characters here from previous episodes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my so god, oh my god. please, if you haven't listened to Margaret of Austria, <gasps> Margaret ain't in it, but some other people are. Okay. So okay. go and listen to Margaret of Austria. You don't need to for context. You don't have to. Right. But it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Just to like it's be another like, oh, two that person. Too. Yeah. And it's so fun learning so much more about history. Where I was like reading this, and I was like, oh, I know that person. That, oh my gosh! Right? It's I, so cool. Not even talking about him. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, the name Hall derives from a word from the word salt because, you know, salt spring. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of salt mines there. Anna's family quickly was becoming the richest in Hall. They made their money from selling wine and Ooh. investing in real estate. They had the biggest house in the whole city. And Anna's mother was of noble lineage. And on top of that, her father, Herman, was the burgermeister of Hall for five terms. By the way, if you don't know, a burgermeister is the equivalent of a mayor and is like on the town council and everything. I can't tell you how much I love that. Yes, and if anyone watches those old, creepy, like, from the 50s cartoons, the Christmas ones, like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, in one of them, there is a character named Burgermeister Meister Burger, and that's all I can think of every time I hear Burgermeister. Burgermeister Meister Burger! So at this time in Hall, there was a bit of a rift between those with noble blood and the rich, who considered themselves to be just as good as those with noble blood. Because oh, yeah. they're rich. New money is stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's an old money, new money yeah. sort of deal. Um, Anna's father, Herman, was in the latter group. He wasn't noble-blooded. His wife was, but her lineage wasn't tied back to Hall, so okay. it didn't, didn't count, matter. basically. Yeah. And get ready for this, because this is going to be some of the most petty history Ooh. you've ever heard. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Ooh. So during the fighting between the councilmen, the noble counselors decided to build an exclusive tap room where only those of nobility are allowed to enter. They had the password. You can be in our club. Yeah. You don't yeah. know the password. <laughs> no more people allowed. allowed. Yeah, second bitch. <laughs> and Herman's pissed. So he's he like, wants in. He wants in that club. Oh, that tap. he does. Mm. He's yeah. like, this isn't fair. But he's like, fine. Me and my other friends, we're going to make our own tap room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's the obvious solution. And they build it in, or they're starting to build it in this old hospice, uh, which okay. is weird if you ask me. The vibes weird are energy. Not weird energy. immaculate yeah. in a hospice turned tap room. Um, but the argument is so intense that it makes its way to Maximilian the First. Hey. Reoccurring character. Dad? Yeah, dad. Is that you? <laughs> Maximilian, being the ruler of the Roman Empire, and dad to Margaret of Austria from a few episodes back, he approved of the exclusivity that the nobility is preferring. Okay. Um, and just does away with their entire 200-year-old constitution. Oh, well. Which made nobility and the rich equal. Okay. Um, and tells Herman that he has to close down his haunted tap room. I'm just assuming it'd be haunted. It's yeah. in a hospice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he has to close down the haunted tap room. Uh, bad call on Max's part because the fighting gets real bad. Oh. Yeah. Now, From closing now, the tap room? Yeah. Closing Ooh, the tap room that... and being like, and you still can't go in the nobility's yeah. tap room. Yeah. <laughs> so Herman's having absolutely fucking none of that. And him and his daughter are dramatic people just this is just going to set the stage for the type of drama they love um he travels to see maximilian where he stops him on his route through cologne 
Herman is dressed as a beggar. He has dirt and soot smeared all over him. The amount and of like, disguises that happened in so our many stories. Disguises, which I love. Oh, yeah. I want to wear a disguise. Why I would never do need it? to, but I want to. Yeah. As a society, mm-hmm. we should be just wear disguises more. Just for yeah. fun. Just for you fun. You know what? Because then if you like run into an acquaintance from high school yeah. out at the grocery store. No yeah. worries. You're in disguise. Yeah. I'm wearing my fake mustache. You don't know it's me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, that. I've... Oh, God. They'll come up be like, Maddie. I'm like, nope, sorry. <laughs> no, my name off. is Herman. <laughs> yeah. No, my name is Herman. I'm peace. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That's our German accent. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> no more God. And so he has like shitty clothes on, like totally dressed like a beggar. He has a wheel tied to his chest a rope around his neck and he is holding a sword in one hand <laughs> okay so that's this a lot is quite the outfit yeah that's and a lot max stops on his re- journey to see what the fuck this is all about yeah. and herman yells to maximilian that he should either hear his plea to change the laws in hall or he will gladly be executed which is very dramatic yeah so now if we are connecting the dots because it's a weird thing what do you think his outfit symbolized do you okay. have any guesses? Rope so around the neck, sword in the hand, and then... The wheel? The wheel kind of throws you off. I, I, oh, it threw okay. me off. I was really focusing on the wheel. It, it threw me off personally. Okay. A rope around his neck, like for the execution thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then like a sword, mm-hmm. which could maybe also be an execution thing because mm-hmm. because rich people were executed by the sword, it usually? Was, these were the three main forms of execution. Yes. Okay. You got it. Well, but the wheel. Mm, okay. I don't. That's where I was confused, right? So by the sword being hung by the neck or by the rack. Oh, the rack. Okay. Okay. But like, I was confused because I was like, is a rack not a rectangular piece with the rollers and like a wheel rollers, I guess. And, yeah. But there are types of racks that are big wheels. Oh, Which okay. I didn't know. No, I didn't either. Until I Googled it and happened upon the website for the torture museum. <laughs> There's a whole torture museum. Metal. Yeah. Um, a Scorpio came up but with anyways, that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but the rack, if you don't know, because I didn't know much about it, mm-hmm. um, there's just like a little side note, is you would be attached like with ropes by your hands and feet and just like almost basically pulled apart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, real cute. Um, so Maximilian actually heard him out and changed his mind. Oh, whoa. Okay. Real humble of him to say I was wrong. You know, we talked about it in the Margaret of Austria episode, so maybe Mm -hmm. do go back and listen to it because he popped up quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it came at the end of it. I remember saying, like, I, you know, I don't know. He could have been a bad guy, but I kind of like him. Yeah. And now you just said that, and I still kind of, I, I don't even want to look into him further. Mm-hmm. Well, well, unless you're going to tell me, then that's fine. No, but no. I no. kind of like liking him. No, I'm just here remembering that I'm pretty sure I said, put it on the record that I think Maximilian the First is a little bitch. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I mean, think like, my it, mind has been made. You know, I I do like to give them credit where credit's due. Yes. Do I think he's a little bitch because of what he did to Anne? Yes. Yeah. But I think it's great that, like, a man in power was able to humble himself enough right. to say, hey, I made a mistake. Because that is not common. No, it's not. So Especially not the for Holy him. Roman Emperor. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah. He didn't have to do that, but he did. That's a million. Okay. Yeah. And so um, the constitution of hall was reinstated okay uh-huh just like that just like that um so that's just to kind of give you a background on the kind of person herman is okay so to set the scene a little more i'm gonna fill you in on the proper etiquette of the time and before i dive into that i have 
a letter that I found in this book Ooh. that is so fucking good. I love I letters. I read it 20 times and I cracked up every time. It's like sad, honestly, but it's also just like times haven't changed. Okay. There's so many oh, things yes. that are a part of this story where I'm like, this could be in 2022. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Okay. So this more will set like the scene for just the culture and stuff at the time, but okay. also the fact that culture hasn't completely changed. Oh, love it. Okay. So this is what the advice a dying mother left to her two daughters in a 17th century testament. Don't eat and drink too much at parties. Eat and drink ahead of time and accept drinks only from other girls. If a boy peels a fruit for you, do not accept it. Mm -mm. When boys come and sit beside you, don't answer their questions. Say only yes, no, and I don't know. And do not smile at them. Oh, no. Never. When boys happen to come into your bedroom, hide behind the bed and threaten to hit them in the face. Obviously, yeah. (laughs) Excellent advice. Still applies today. Oh, yeah. I will be telling my daughter all these things. If a boy ever comes into your bedroom, hide behind the bed and say, I'm going to fucking sucker punch you in the face. Get out. Yes. Also, don't peel my fruit. No. Don't, no. don't you dare peel my fruit. That's some, like, medieval <laughs> roofing right there. You don't that's, know. Okay. That's, you don't. That was a Mm-mm. question I had. I'm like, did girls get roofied back then? Like, what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just like a... Or if you accept a peeled fruit, maybe you owe him something. I don't yeah, know. Maybe like, it's scandalous. It's like... And I was like, what? For different I, reasons yeah. now. But like, I peeled this fruit for you. Yeah, You're I'm not trying gonna, to be like, nice. Yeah. I peeled the whole ass orange. Yeah. It's like, really now juicy. You it's have everywhere. to dance with me. Yeah. You know, like, see? Maybe that's why. No. But I just loved it because I was like, that is so yeah, her relevant. advice was literally like, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck men. Don't, don't mess with men. Don't talk to them. How interesting. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's something I could have texted to my daughter. Like, give it that did, 10 that years and I will be texting that to my daughter. Very Emily. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, and then, yeah, to set the scene a little bit more, women are expected to dress and act modestly and marry within their social status, as is with many time periods. Um, and it's expected for young men and women to maintain their virginity until marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little flexibility here, though. Oh, Young couples could occasionally get away with spending alone time together if they were a suitable match and expected to marry soon anyways. Okay. It was illegal to have premarital sex, but usually young couples would just be pushed towards marriage rather than punished. If a man promised a marriage to a woman, got her pregnant, and then abandoned her, the woman actually had the right to sue the man for double her dowry. Hey, Because see? if she were to find a future husband, she would need a larger dowry since right. she's no longer a virgin. Right. And so he needed to provide that for her. That makes because, a ton of sense. Yeah, because men were known as the seducers mm-hmm. and women were the seduced. Um, you know, purity culture is a big thing back then, though. <laughs> um, as is with many time periods. Yes. Um, women who were sleeping around would be paraded through town wearing only a tunic, no shoes even, with their head completely shaved. Okay. Uh, yikes. Yeah. So, like, in some senses, it's like, oh, so you, you can hang out alone? Like, that's weird. Yeah. Didn't expect that. But then it's like, oh, but if you sleep around, right, yeah. Yeah. You're getting say, the bell and, like, the shame. You can shame. hang out with the, you know, yeah, he's going to be your husband, but he better be your husband forever. Or fucking. Yeah. Else. Or you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. And okay. I'm not having a man trick me into that and then being like, psych. Yeah. No, absolutely no. not. Um, But there is a little bit of validity to these rules because 
where this rule against premarital sex stemmed from was the quickly growing sex service industry. Couples were often promised to each other at a young age, but wouldn't marry until their mid, sometimes late 20s. Right, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, because they were more financially stable, which means a ton of young, single, horny men are just running around, and Mm. so brothels are popping up all over the place. All over. Yep, and with brothels comes... Syphilis! Syphilis! I feel like we're gonna bring up syphilis so much in the future. In this time period, especially, syphilis was just. Syphilis was everywhere. All the men had syphilis. Yeah. Did Um, you know that koalas have chlamydia? I do know that. My Australian friend told me that. I was telling him koalas were cute, and he said, don't think they're cute. They have chlamydia. They have chlamydia, yeah. I didn't believe him. It's like, Google it. Special koala chlamydia, but the clap's a clap. That sucks. (laughs) The clap is the clap. (laughs) clap or human clap? It is the clap. Yeah, the clap's the clap. <laughs> um, okay. So, although no premarital sex rule sucked, there was some legitimacy to it. If a couple abides by the rules and only has sex with each other their entire lives, mm-hmm. no syphilis. Yeah, no syphilis. Yay! Yay! Yay, no syphilis. We love no syphilis. <laughs> I'm very pro-no syphilis. Something else that was expected for this time period was women worked from a very young age. Mm-hmm. If a poor woman couldn't afford a dowry, she would sometimes work for up to 10 years to save money for her own dowry before getting married. Even in rich families, the girls would work. Um... Only they didn't usually start working at such a young age as, like, poor women did. Okay. And they would usually work inside their own home. Um, so it's just kind of insight into the culture yeah. of Germany. Yeah. So let's talk about Anna. Anna was a lot. Anna, <laughs> First, Anna Bobana. Yeah, Anna Bobana was a lot. She was rich. Anna be a lot. And so she was expected to work at home, mm-hmm. but she didn't want to. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, which... I don't know why. Her house was the largest house in the entire city. Her father at this point was now the richest in the entire city. I'm sure I'm sure you're going to get to it, but like like what kind of work from home? Like just like needle housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, okay. So it, you're not like it's not like a You're not scrubbing the I don't know floors and yeah I was, you're I was not going like to say toilets but those baking don't exist bread to take to market or something exactly. you're just doing maintaining yeah, a household you're doing kind some of thing embroidery gotcha yeah, stuff oh, like okay, that okay mm-hmm. um she she liked a little adventure and her father virtually gave Anna whatever the fuck she wanted so her father allowed her to work at Hall's Castle. Limburg, where the local royals, the Shanks, lived. This family was related to a prince bishop, um, which was basically minor royalty. Okay. Um, This job is a great gig for Anna. The castle was just like a brisk 20-minute walk from her home. She got got along really well with the royal family there. She was technically a servant, but because she came from such a good family and because the job was basically just a placeholder for her until her father set up a good marriage, Mm -hmm. she was like a higher class of servant. She did more menial work like sewing. Yeah. Um, This job was also great because the son of the Shanks, Erasmus was a hottie. At least in Anna's eyes. I couldn't find any portraits of him to confirm this. At least any clear ones. Um, Either way, Anna and Erasmus began a secret relationship, regularly hooking up in the dark corners of the castle. Mind you, this relationship would be approved of by exactly no one. Oh, Um, okay. Anna is richer than Erasmus, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but the Shanks castle is literally... Like, the Shanks castle is literally crumbling. The father was... Known as Geoff with the empty wallet. Oh, that was his nickname. Oh no! But Anna wasn't royalty. Nope. 
so she was still considered below him. Mm -hmm. Um, Osment, the author of this book, says that she would have been a great match for a man of lower nobility, but not for royalty. Damn. Way below his station. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Anna works at this castle for five years. During this time, she should have been married off to some lord, or at least promised. Right. Uh, The reasons she wasn't are disputed. Anna claims that her father turned away every potential suitor because he didn't want to give up her large dowry. Okay, that Herman, seems possible. Right, yeah. Herman claimed that Anna turned away every suitor on her own accord. But now Anna is in her early 20s, and this is like an embarrassingly late time to be married, like right. age to yeah. be promised or married. I um, could see it either way. Maybe she was mad about Erasmus and was like, no, no, no. I'm going to no. marry him and was like holding out hope. Maybe, she seems yeah. to be, Anna's got a little bit of delusion in her. Okay. She holds out hope for things that just are not going to happen. Oh, she quite Pisces. a bit. I, I couldn't find her birthday. Oh, we're gonna. I, I know really that's so common know. back then. That kills me. Oh, I wanted to know so bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna say she's a Pisces. I honestly didn't even find like a solid year. Yeah, that's how Anne Boleyn uh-huh. is too. There, yeah. It's like um, from like fifteen hundred to like fifteen oh seven. I'm like a seven it's not year gap. Good enough. No. Yeah. From what I could tell, Anna is born around. 1500 okay so a lot of this is happening in 1520 15 to like 1530 like a bulk of this is um so then anna's mother herman's wife passes away and herman tells anna she isn't to work at limberg anymore he needs her to be the lady of the house now as she is the oldest daughter and anna is not happy about this at all but what can she do yeah on top of this, Erasmus has now left temporarily to learn all the duties of his rank. And Anna is beginning to spiral. Oh, no. uh, she's too old. She hasn't been promised to anyone. Her lover refuses to marry her. She's just like his secret side piece. I'm stressed now, out for her. Right? And now he's out of the t- out of town for the foreseeable future. Oh, God. She can't even work the job that she loved. No. And she, like, actually loved the job itself. It wasn't just seeing right, Erasmus. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. liked the job. And she like, liked being at the castle. Yeah. She, she and liked... her mom died. Yeah. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot <laughs> for her. Um, and things aren't bad at home. It's just not what Anna wants. And Anna gets what she wants. Mm-hmm. She, she Anna, will okay. get what she wants. Or she's determined to, at least. Okay. Her father has already spoiled the shit out of her. Um... It said that he treated her like a duchess her whole life. And now, due to her spiraling, Anna is going through her rich girl kleptomania phase. Okay. Yeah, she's beginning to steal from Herman all the time. She is cashing in his bonds. Oh. Uh, she's selling his stuff. She contacted the local miller and was like, hey, I'll sell you all this grain. My dad said it's fine. I'll, like, sell all of it to you on the spot. You just, like, have to give me cash right here right now. And the miller's like, yeah, I bet. And so she she sold it all. And yeah. the money. Um, what she a started fucking oh, hustler. She is. She was stealing and selling family heirlooms. Okay. And even resorted uh-huh. to selling linens and towels from the home. Just like you, their normal rich. towels. Yeah, she's yeah. just out there. Like, uh-huh. I don't need she's these like, anymore. Hey, you want a towel? Yeah. yeah that'll be and 10 she's bucks. she's rich. They're going to be like, Anna, we know who you are. Why are you selling a yeah. towel, girl? Yeah. Why? Um, and I can't, they're like, she's spoiled rotten. There's no reason for her to do this. She just does it. 
<laughs> I love a, what a fun hobby. Yeah. Love that for her. <laughs> She's like, I don't get to do embroidery at the castle anymore I'm and sleep with the hot sun. Shit. I'm gonna steal shit. Anna's quirky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to her. Um, drawing even more attention to herself, she begins dressing scandalously. Ooh, okay. She had her clothes cut, quote unquote, to where one could see her naked body. Uh, which I take to mean as you might be able to see her ankles and like her lower neck. I was going to say, that's neck. so fun. What yeah. does that mean? Uh-huh. Ooh, okay. I doubt she was actually like Lady yeah, Godiva-ing no, it <laughs> around Hall, but the people of Hall were scandalized by it. Um, she was wearing men's hats to oh. church. Oh, like, my with goodness. the plumage, I'm pretty sure, and everything. Just um, that naked, just the hat with the plume, oh my apparently. Gosh, yeah. The men's hat. Uh, this offended the pastor so much that he made it the topic of the following week's sermon. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Petty pastor. I love that. And yeah. he probably like looked right at her. You know, yeah, eye contact. Like, Wearing men's hats is for hoes. Yeah. It says it somewhere in the Bible. I'm sure I, I can find it. I'll reread. I'll get back to you. Yeah. No men's hats, Anna. Just give me a sec. I'm actually going to rewrite the Bible. And bam, pastoral edition no men's hats allowed exactly yeah yeah i i'm assuming that's exactly how it went um and you know herman's being blamed for her inappropriate clothing and behavior because he's her father he's supposed to he's the man he's supposed to control her and you know all that good stuff like come get your girl yeah Uh, Yeah. behind the scenes herman has tried reining anna back in but she is a very headstrong she's unhinged Uh uh-huh there's really no reining this girl in anna does what anna fucking wants and there's some question as to if this was Anna's version of revenge against her father for not marrying her off at an appropriate age. Right, yeah. You're going to do this. I'm going to embarrass you and steal all your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean. That it's, it's your main job for your daughters at this point in history to yeah. marry them off. Yeah, you can you can play play the field for a bit, but like there is an age you, like where it's got to gotta happen down now. And be like, "Honey, bunny, you got to marry this guy." Yeah. He's like, nice right now. I yeah. promise it's going to be okay. But it, I'm kind of trusting Anna here that he just decided not to cuz money cuz he seems to be a bit of a miser. Okay. Burger okay. Meister, miser. Burger, burger. Meister, miser. Miser. And um Herman's best attempt at reining Anna in at this point has been to take away her keys so she can't go breaking into random areas of the estate and continue to sell all his shit. So Anna has a small servant girl climb a ladder and squeeze in through her father's window to steal the keys back. And then she makes copies of the keys and has them returned. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of seems like, you know, you probably could have taken the keys, like... Yeah. The first thing that was missing, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Right? And if there is any word that describes Anna, I would say it's cunning. This girl's yeah. cunning. She's Slytherin. Um, she's a Slytherin through and through. I get, I get Scorpio no doubt. vibes from her, too. She, she has is a Scorpio, Scorpio placement. Oh, she's a Scorpio. I almost said Scorpion. She's a Scorpio. Yeah. She's I, a she, I was going to say, like, because she is a little much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a water sign. She's got water sign placements, but vengeance, mm-hmm. like. Rising. Yeah. Something. Scorpio, yeah. man, like, they're vengeful. Uh, I really she feel like she like, is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, well, her spiral, like, just continues, though. 
when she hears rumors that Erasmus is out hooking up with other girls while he's out of the city. Oh, did she think he wasn't? Right. Anna. Right. Baby cakes. Like brothels are everywhere. I hate to tell you. Yeah. I know. He had asked Anna not to write him when he left, too, because he worried that it would look suspicious and someone would catch on to their relationship. Okay, Um, so, Anna. Take a wild guess Uh, on whether Anna listened to what a man told her to do. No, she blew up his phone. She texted him back to back to back over and over again. The equivalent. That is, like, exactly the equivalent of what Anna is. No. Um, She wrote him anyways with these, I'm sorry, like, sort of pitiful attempts to get him to come visit her. She's writing him like, hey, I made you a bracelet. You should come back and pick it up. Oh, no. And he's like, no, sorry. Dad said no, can't. And it's very sad cringe. This very is, sad cringe. yeah, no, I, this is, I'm embarrassed. Yes. I would also like to note that this book has most of these letters. Like, I read the actual oh. letters, like, translated, obviously. They I don't speak up. German. But they like, survived. Yeah, so I am like, putting in from like these actual letters that it was not quote hey I made you a bracelet you should come and pick it up but like I will tell you when it's a direct quote yeah but it's it's very cringy even the translation very cringe um and I'm just gonna try to like summarize all these letters the best I can but even reading them word for word felt like reading juicy texts between a couple of friends with benefits is oh what it felt gosh. like. Juicy, not like in a spicy way, but in like a dramatic way. I love it, though. Uh-huh. I uh, What a train wreck. I love it. Oh, it's terrible yeah. and wonderful at the same time. Um, and my absolute favorite part of this correspondence is the absolute douchebaggery. Erasmus always refers to himself as the royal we in letters. It's very gross. The royal we. Like, for example, he says, we would like to write more, but we have not had the time. No. No, he doesn't. He sure shit does. I... You're uh, barely royalty, Erasmus. Yeah. Like, Like, we... Oh, no. Anna. Run. Oh, meanwhile, Anna's letters are just blowing smoke up Erasmus's ass. No. Here's what she refers to him as in her first letter. (laughs) Most darling, radiant, gracious, and honorable sir oh for fuck's that's how she starts the letter and as the letter progresses she calls him quote most darlingly gracious sir eight times (laughs) it is the start (laughs) of about a third of the sentences and that's just fucking barf yeah like at least like abbreviate oh my real bad oh no and eventually she does call him out on the rumors of him sleeping around and he responds to her, I swear, this feels like text messages, it's insane. And he responds to her, quote, anyone can of course think what one wishes, but whatever one wishes is not reality. So we are at a loss to know how to answer your letter. <laughs> okay. That's calling a girl crazy. Yeah, that's no, like, that's... you're being fucking crazy, yeah, stop. That's medieval gaslighting. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. He's definitely sleeping around. No, you know, 100%. And, like, know and you she are. should, you know, I mean, it, ugh, yeah. Oh, and no, And, like, they're not exclusive, but, like, you don't, yeah, at least he, don't deny it. No, I mean, 
in his in his defense, he did say, "I am leaving. Don't write me." Yeah, you know? and then and she she's does. piling it on, and uh-huh. then he's like, "And now you're gonna call me out for sleep, bitch? I told you not to even no. talk to me." This does like, feel like I can't be in trouble with you. Right, we're nothing. It feels like your friend shows you their text between them and like their friend with benefits, and it's like just all blue bubbles, and you're like, "Yeah, oh, it's like no, 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 yeah. stop." <laughs> well, I know she her, mm. she needs that friend to come intervene and be like. Like, and give me respect the pen. yourself, girl. You're yeah. better than this. Put the parchment down. Yeah, you're my kleptomaniac, bitch. Yep. You're better than this. You're better than this. Yeah, you're the one just... who wears. Who's the girl who wears men's hats? <laughs> you. Who's I the am. girl? <laughs> the pastor called out. I am. It's you, baby. It's me. Don't do this to yourself. <laughs> but she does. She just. It's really. It's really sad. Cringe. Um, Anna, who's finally, thankfully, starting to get a little pissed, writes back. I would write your grace everything I have heard, chapter and verse, for I am well acquainted with all the stories people have told about your grace's behavior. But why should I write at length about this when I can see that your grace does not like to hear it? Yeah, but thank you, Anna. Yeah, I mean, but like you're doing it. You're still, still doing it. But yeah, you're but still you entertaining know. this relationship yeah. at all, which you shouldn't be. But like, still, yeah, that's a step. It's something, right? It's a step. <sighs> I'll take it. Um. Erasmus and Anna were supposed to meet up not long after this in the next town he was visiting, but had to break their date for whatever reason. Okay, the reason was actually legitimate. He was called upon to attend the imperial diet of <laughs> reoccurring character Emperor Charles V. What? My million son. Yep, yep, yep. Still sucks, though. Wait, grandson. His grandson. Yes, yeah. Margaret's Philip. nephew. Yes, yes Philip's son. Um, Still sucks, though. On the bright side, their relationship turns a corner for a little bit. Erasmus is in this town knowing there is a good number of young, single men around. And now he's stood up Anna in this town and on a holiday known for sexual promiscuity. What holiday? Um. Okay, I can't remember. It's at the like beginning of May, I think. And, okay. Um, it directly follows a witch's holiday. Ooh. Which is why it is known for sexual promiscuity, which okay. is fantastic. So yeah. I think we should do a whole episode on like history of witches, first oh, of all. 100%. Yeah. Ooh, good spooky Anything season. to bring episode. spooky season into May, too. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Are we wearing black all next May? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh huh. Absolutely. Just for this. But he's just abandoned her. So he's like getting weirdly jealous and asks her not to go off with some other guy. Oh my god, this is so toxic. actually stops referring to himself as the royal we, which means he's addressing her as more of an equal rather than an inferior, which is like... I mean, the bar's so low, my guy. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. He straight up proclaims his love for her at this point, though. Asking she love him no more than he loves her and promising her a present when he returns a little over a week later. And Anna... A present? Yeah, he says he'll give her a gift. And mind you, she gives him gifts, like, all the time. Like, every time she sees him. She's, like, sending him shit all the time. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Anna still carries a grudge about this, though. And becomes more upset when she has a woman, Elizabeth, show up at her home and question her about Erasmus. <gasps> She's asking Anna if he's a good guy, if he'd be interested in her. <gasps> Elizabeth. And if he would be put off <laughs> by the hump on her back. Oh, Which, like, really breaks my no. heart. It, like, made me tear up a that little when I read it. That changed things a lot. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, it, it sucked to be in the 1500s with, like... It, 
always painful. I don't oh, know. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. Because yeah. what, like, what, no like, scoliosis or right? what, like, what, what else could it be? This? Yeah. Oh. But this girl, this girl has a lot of great suitors, though, just so oh, you know. Good. Like, okay. she has several awesome potential suitors, so she's doing okay. But Anna, being who she is, writes Erasmus about her talk with Elizabeth saying, I don't know what to tell her. What would you like me to say? Are you interested in her? Also, she definitely has a hump. Pay attention to the high coat she wears to cover it up. Oh, Anna. Girl. No, we are women supporting I, women here, I was Anna. I going to say, like, I... I hate that. That's really what made me kind of turn a little bit with Anna and be like, ooh, see, I was, I was kind of supporting you up yeah. until now. And I still vaguely am going to support her. But, like, no, this I, is really... Everyone's the asshole here. Like, everyone sucks here. Okay. This is okay. one of those. There's okay. one person who's excellent. Okay. And I'm really Is it Elizabeth? Mina. It's not Elizabeth. That's okay. the end of our story with it Elizabeth. Is okay. Well, I mm-hmm. hope just the world for her. I know. I hope she just did great and had lots of babies and mm-hmm. an heir and yep. Little just succeeded. Babies. Humpless yeah. babies yeah. who weren't in pain. Yep. Yeah. She made it to like her 40s and died in her sleep. Yes. Yeah. So great. That's someone the dream. That loved her. Yeah. That is the dream of right Elizabeth. Yeah. And while this is happening, Erasmus has been asking Anna a thousand fucking times. Every letter, basically, to keep their relationship a secret. He's like, hey, oh love my you. God. This is fuck. like, you're clearly. Don't tell anyone we're together. Yeah. Like, you're the side bit. This is like, but. You're the, yeah. No, we've been seeing each other, but like, we don't hang out in piece. the daylight and we don't go out in public. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're yeah. his side piece. Oh um, he could not be more clear on how ashamed he is of her. He also becomes worried that Anna's pregnant for for whatever reason. I would like to know, Anna never ends up having any children. Okay. So. She she was never pregnant, yeah, ever in her entire life. Um, but he writes a letter home to his mother asking that she give Anna a quote good bleeding below her navel. Uh, he claims to his mother that it's because Anna isn't feeling well because he doesn't want his mother to know about the relationship. Okay. In reality, this was something that more than likely would have caused a miscarriage. Yeah. Hmm. So he's like, hey, mom, go over to this girl's house and cut her lower belly and let her bleed. And like that sort of bleeding took a long time to recover from. A long time. Jeez. Yeah. Brutal. So Anna's getting pretty sick of Erasmus's shit by now. Oh, yeah. Uh I mean, I mean. This has been. A lot. No, yeah. It's mm-hmm. toxic. And mm-hmm. he loves it. Like, they, like, don't write me, but write me. Oh, yeah. He oh just God, no, wants to girl... believe the rumors. Mad me after him. It's yeah, disgusting. Like, I, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You. She's doing all over this the potential marriage of Erasmus to someone else, him standing her up, the quote, good bleeding he asked his mother to give her, and his insistence on keeping their relationship a secret when a hot zaddy walks on the scene by the name of Daniel Trutvein. Daniel Trutvein. Just as a note going forward, I am very much team Daniel. Okay. I'm also team Edward. Hashtag Twilight Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, fight me about it on our Instagram at Spill the Mead. Yes, please. Um, whatever whatever <laughs> you want to say to us, say it yeah. on social media. Just say it. If you're team Jacob, media. come fight me. Yeah, d- yeah. D- fight Emily, yeah. Yeah, please. I, I will fight you in the comments. I'm I happy to. Know. I'll be there liking, mm-hmm. liking every comment, being <gasps> yeah. like, we're just glad for the engagement. Yeah. Maddie's but. not much of a Twilight Renaissance person, but I, I am. Not. I am. And, you know, I am also team... Daniel, if you're Team Erasmus, don't fight me because 
I'll be very upset. Yeah. You can't be Team Erasmus you, when you, Daniel comes on the scene. Just get ready. He is a gem. You can still comment it, though. Comment, comment stuff, please. Yeah. At Spill the Meat. Spill the word. <laughs> yeah, always. Okay. And that's where I'm going to end it today. You don't get to know about Amazing Daniel until the next episode, which we are recording immediately after this. And Thank I'm God. releasing immediately after the first one. So you should be able to just listen to them right one right after the other so you shouldn't have to wait yeah because i want all of you to know about daniel i have like quotes that he said in his love letters and they're very sweet and maddie might cry probably he's Mm -hmm. the guy that we're gonna like yes he's the one who's not an asshole okay oh yeah he love him uh, anna does not deserve him and that's all i know she does not yeah. I'm going to be clear. And she doesn't. a hot mess oh express, man. She is. Ooh. Um, but anyways, I think it's time for us to get into a fresh cup. A fresh cup. Stay tuned if you want to hear it. And if you just are so dying to hear about Daniel, skip to part two. Part two. Just a little fresh cup. Come on, Dan. Get your fresh cup. Fresh yeah. cup moved down. It's a fresh cup in it. We should, okay, well, are we stopping? No. We're no. going right into it. Yeah, I think we need to stop saying that we're not going to do bad accents because we just are. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Well, I thought those were great. Yeah. For, to put Thank me you. on record for that. Yeah. Um, governor. Governor in it. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, my favorite thing. This is not a direct quote from the movie, um, but I say it all the time anyways. Uh, it's like, I always say, um, happy Christmas, Harry. Me mum made you a sweater. <laughs> he does not say that in the movie, to be clear. Like, but that's the say... general like vibe of it. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, does he say anything no, it's closer? Like, happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. And oh, then no, he's like, oh, presents. It's from Harry Potter. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, there's presents. And he's like, I don't know. And eventually he sees the sweater that Ron's mom made him. Yeah. No, yours is perfect. I like mine better. I, I like yeah. yours better as well. Yeah. Just like I love... Once I make my move, <laughs> I was gonna no say, to check the king. I, I will not do that. Okay. Oh, I do want to just note though that my daughter, if you haven't seen that TikTok, oh my gosh, find it. It's like this girl just impersonating <laughs> the Harry Potter scenes and it's hilarious and she's very good at it. And my daughter all the time just quotes that he's going to sacrifice himself, but he's she's going to says, sacrifice himself, going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> all the time. So she's going to go to school and they're going to be like, your daughter keeps saying she's going to sacrifice herself. Yeah. I don't. We'll keep We're an worried. eye on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. This is from subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Um, I just read this one today while I was getting my hair done, and I was like, holy fucking shit, I am dying. This is insane. Um, Okay, am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend she's not curvy, she's chubby? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you are, yeah. yeah. You are, like, the circumstance that no, would yeah. have to happen for that to be okay, I don't think exists. No, I have uh-huh. no, no clue, yeah. Unless she was like, hey, honey, it's my kink to say I'm curvy and you to say I'm chubby. Like, yeah. that would be the only acceptable thing. Yeah. The only way that that is okay. Oh, man. And let me tell you, that's not what this is. Oh, God, okay. So my girlfriend, 23 female, and me, 26 male, have been together since 2019. She used to weigh oh, I, wow. about 125 pounds at 5'8". Wow. Okay, I'm 5'9". That's that's skinny, skinny. That's fucking skinny. That's yeah. literally underweight. For no, her yeah, height, no, that is underweight. That's BMI. Technically, it's underweight. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, 100%. That doesn't yeah. mean she's not healthy, but she is underweight. That is underweight, uh-huh. yes. She was pretty thin. 
No, she was really thin, my guy. That's extremely thin, <laughs> yeah. The past 13 months, she has gained 25 pounds. <laughs> and now weighs 150 pounds. At 5'8"? At 5'8". Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, yeah. so she looks real good. Yeah, I don't even think she yeah, looks healthy what? as shit. Yeah, I love not it. that, like, you can even tell how healthy someone is by looking at them, but 150 is excellent. I can Great. genuinely tell you that my husband could not tell you the numbers that I weigh, too. The fact that oh, he knows that absolutely not. And like, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I tell my husband, like, once a week, like, this week I weigh that, and for just for no reason, I'll just tell yeah, him. Yeah, I brought it and up, he doesn't yeah. know. No. He won't remember. No, he doesn't care. They're good men. Yeah, but he's exactly. Like, she did weigh this, and then 13 months later, now she mm-hmm. weighs this. It's like, oh, no. okay. My well, why don't like, you just oh, go fuck yourself? Does Emily yourself? still have an ass? Excellent. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. You still want to bow me? Yeah. Cool. Great. We're doing great over here. He does not know my weight, even though I tell him. That's fine. She continuously calls herself curvy, and that's just not true. Her boobs did not grow with the weight gain, and she's still a 34A cup. Also, she's a 34 because that is like the band size. That's small. That is very small. That's like one of the smallest band sizes. That's very small, yeah. Uh Her thighs and butt area did grow a bit, but she is not an hourglass. My man does not know what curvy means, clearly. No, he doesn't. Uh-huh. He doesn't. I wouldn't be bothered by this if she didn't heavily identify with it. When she was 125 pounds, she kept identifying with how thin she was. At 125 pounds, she was proud that they couldn't see anything on her CT scan when she had appendicitis because she was too skinny. That's a little unhealthy. That's a little bit I like maybe say, yeah. get therapy. Yeah. Um, but like... It sounds like you were proud of it too, my guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. No, he's sounds like that's what you want to do. And that's kind of a a bad thing that they couldn't see her appendicitis. Also, I don't understand. How does that work? I have no clue. She's so thin. Wouldn't you be able to see it better? better? Yeah, I don't know. Because I know that like right there. I was gonna Mm -hmm. say, because like I know like we both had babies recently. I know when you have an ultrasound, it's they can see more. Right. You know, like and so I I don't know why it would be different. I Yeah, I feel like it would be easier to see her appendicitis. I yeah. don't know. Medical professionals, huh. comment on our Instagram at Spill the Meat. Spill the Meat. We also have TikTok, and we have Twitter, and we have Facebook, and also we have an email, spilledmeat yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, right in with the fresh cup, too. <laughs> yes, also, fresh cups. Um, she wants to make a TikTok fashion page dedicated to curvy fashion. Okay, well, okay. No. 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 She probably shouldn't, she shouldn't do, that. do that. Yeah. I would have to agree. Again, being around this girl's height and around this girl's weight, <laughs> would I consider myself thin? Yeah, thin, sure. I would con- I would still consider myself thin. Yeah. I do not consider myself curvy. Yes. Maybe like closer to maybe mid-size, you know, maybe, like yeah. a size 8. Yeah. But I mean, she can identify how she wants, but it's a little problematic to be yes, a people... completely average weight for right. your height yes. medically. Yes, yes, yes. And to do curvy fashion, that's really meant mm-hmm. for plus size women. And like, and you're not plus size. You babe. are not plus size. Mm-hmm. No, that's no. Like you said, that's a very average weight for your height. Yeah. And like, and that's not what people. Add like 20 pounds in your mid size at that point, but you still are yeah. not. No, people, that's you're not thin. what they're looking for when they're looking for curvy girl stuff at exactly. all. Like, they're going to They're going to be disappointed. Yeah. They're going to be like, you can buy all your clothes at normal yes, stores. Yeah, you're not even like shopping can, at like, yes. you know, yeah, no. I can buy clothes from she, anywhere. I'm not curvy. Yeah, like, she should not do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not plus size. Um, I got annoyed with her identifying so much with a body type that isn't even hers that I said, you're not curvy, you're chubby. Oh, man. They, 
Okay. Well, I feel like she just like she's not an asshole. She just needs therapy. She I does. Feel very she has some body dysmorphia stuff yes. going on. Yeah. And I mean that in a very genuine. Not yes. Like, you need therapy, bitch. No, no, no. And she like should. A, yeah. Like, honey, I think you'd be much happier. Like, if you just this is really painful. You were yes. like proud that. Yeah. No, That's you need to go talk thing. to. They, and mm-hmm. the fact that you think that at five eight and one hundred and fifty pounds, you can have a curvy. TikTok account too. No, that's that's not it. Yeah, so she definitely does need to. But Mm -hmm. and I can see, I can see him being annoyed at this. Yes, but you can't just come out. You know, even if you're snapping, that's a mean thing to say. Right, and she did gain 25 pounds in 13 months, which honestly is like, I don't know. I don't think it's like that fast to gain that much weight, but still. Being that she was so proud of being so thin, mm-hmm. and now within just a year, she's yeah. gone up 25 pounds. Yep. I would say maybe, I'm not going to diagnose her with anything, but like there, it feels like there's some body dysmorphia coming in here. It definitely does, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but the fact that she's like embracing it at least, embracing her weight gain and being proud of it and not being like sad about it like yeah. good for her right if you're if you want to call yourself curvy like i i don't know go for it i guess like especially in the You've privacy just, of your own home yes don't make the you TikTok. just have to be ready but, for what people are gonna say if you right. take because this is like a big group of people that you could possibly be offending yeah, and they and, actually like mm, yeah are discriminated so against, you are gonna and, have to yeah, like and that's not you you don't fit in that category no. um she looked at me stunned. I told her curvy was like Beyonce, for example. She said that she felt like she was curvy because she's not skinny anymore and not fat. You are skinny, babe. I yeah. told her, that's chubby. You're chubby. Oh. And she began to cry and left my apartment. It's oh. been 12 hours and we haven't talked since. I know this was mean, but it was true. I hate. I it was mean, but it was true. People who are like, yeah, I'm just like a bitch. Or like, I just tell the truth. I just tell it like it is. Oh, yeah. I just tell it like it is. Like, you're just an asshole. Yes. You need the, to learn some social grace and when yes. you should say things and when you shouldn't. Sometimes and you that's can why keep you don't have things. friends. Yes. Yeah. You can keep some things to your fucking self. Yeah. In the great words of Kristen Bell's therapist, I saw her say this in an interview and I will never forget it. Honesty without tact is cruelty. Mm-hmm. If you are yep, honest yep, yep. and say it in a blunt way, that's fucking mean. Yep. Say it with tact. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. have some, like, no, I can't. people skills and say it in a nice, like, put a little, you don't have to sugarcoat it, but maybe sprinkle a little bit on. Yeah. Think of, like, how you would want someone to say this to you, you know, of what's going to be helpful, not just mean. This exactly. is just tearing someone down. You're not saying, like, this is not you helpful. shouldn't do this, like, or maybe even say, like, you know, why don't you go look up some, like, of the TikToks that you're talking about and, and see, see, you know, because uh-huh. maybe you fit into a different category. I think, any, yeah, I, and then I think she looks at them, and if she seriously sees, like, plus-size women who weigh much more than her and says, like, no, I look that's like that. me, yeah. then it's time to sit down and be like I love you so much. Yes. I'm worried about you. I think that we should go talk to someone together if you want, or you can talk to someone on your own. Yeah. But this is not healthy because I think you're seeing yourself in a different way than it. What is reality? Yeah, you know. God, like you I want to date you, Emily. That <gasps> was you. that was beautiful. I mean, yeah. that's that's the kind way. It's tactfulness. Yes. Say it None. with tact. You're chubby. That's chubby. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's chubby. I also You're chubby. want to go on the record and say, like, I'm still, I'm personally not talking about Beyonce as a curvy girl either. That's not what I am. The picture that's not really I what have I in imagined. my head. But also, like, curvy is so fucking subjective. Like, it is. Because yeah. I read a comment. One person was like, 
curves aren't just your boobs. Like, curves, you can have curvy thighs. You can have a curvy oh, yeah. butt. You can have a curvy tummy. Yep, yep, Anything yep, yep. can be curvy. Is it a curve? Great. It can be curvy. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Okay. I think, too, like... I do think she needs to think of, like, the social connotation that comes with the word curvy and that it usually is with plus-size women who have a really hard time finding clothing that fits them because a lot of stores won't sell things that are their size. They have a hard time fitting into society, Um, and it's not fair. The TikToks, And yes, that is the point of the TikToks, and so you you can't make a TikTok saying you're curvy. Anyways, beating that dead horse, but it's it's a point to be made. Um... (laughs) It's been 12 hours and we haven't talked since. I know this was mean, but it was true. I was so frustrated with the idea of her making this fashion TikTok account for her a body type that isn't hers. Also, she hasn't had an eating disorder or anything. She just naturally gained weight as she got older. Uh, yeah, because she's a human. That's <laughs> what humans... She's 23. Oh, yeah. You know how... I've gained weight since I was 22. I was when I was 23. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And no, now... I mean... That's a lot. Oh, I don't know what he expects from her, honestly. Or what he expects from this whole damn Reddit. Because, like, everyone can be like, yeah, you're the asshole, dude. Like, you can't just, like... Overwhelmingly, you're the asshole. Yeah, like... Um, Do we want to read some comments? Yeah, pick pick Mm -hmm. a few. Okay. You're the asshole. First start, 5'8 and 150 pounds is perfectly healthy and not even remotely chubby. Yeah. Like, that's where the real issue is. You think that yeah. 150 pounds is chubby? Yes, that's the issue. What? Yeah, no, at 5'8". I'd rather eight. have her be on TikTok calling herself curvy than you be oh, calling a 150-pound 5'8 yeah. woman chubby. Yeah. Because that, this person says, it's a negative connotation with the word chubby. Yeah. He's not saying plus size. He's not saying, like... Like, you weigh a little bit more than you did before. Like, your BMI is higher. He's saying chubby, Chubby. and that has a negative connotation. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, That's, okay, curvy is curves. Whether those curves are breasts, butt, thighs, belly, arms, etc., that's still curvy, and it's not on you to shit on your girlfriend and make her feel shite with a descriptor that she obviously is uncomfortable with because you don't understand or agree with what constitutes curve in women's fashion. Although I do, I do kind of agree that, I would I would not personally classify her as curvy. I don't think much of no. American society would either. Right. But yeah. Um, you're the asshole. Curvy is a positive term and is not exclusive to Jessica Rabbit types. Chubby is an <laughs> insult. Your girlfriend was excited developing a positive body image after being obsessed with being thin. Mm-hmm. You just set her back. Is it any wonder body dysmorphia and eating disorders are so prevalent? This is abusive behavior. You may not realize it and it may not have been your intent. But what you said was absolutely fat phobic and extremely hurtful. That was well said. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You purposefully made her feel bad. Yeah. For being a healthy <sighs> For weight. For being a healthy weight. And again, yeah, she's clearly got something yes. going on, uh-huh. you know? Oh, man. Yeah. And to Oof. say that she doesn't have, like, an eating disorder. Are you her therapist, dude? Because I would beg to differ, and I'm not her therapist either. But well, I think a therapist should determine that for themselves. Oh, yeah. And, like, well, in the tone that I read that into, it's like, I mean, she doesn't have an eating disorder or anything. Exactly. You know, like, it doesn't sound like, oh, and just don't even say that. Like, that's not that's the point. Not the issue. You know, it's yeah. like, well, it's kind of it's yeah, part of the really issue. It feels like him trying to justify the entire time. Yeah. Calling her chubby. Yeah. There was so many better ways she to do that. She should probably, like, skirt right out yeah. of there. Yeah. Because... And, like you are saying, 
what does that accomplish? Um, you lost your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, if she comes back to you, then I'm really worried about her self-esteem. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because that's, yeah, she probably, I mean, I don't know. People carry weight differently. I don't know. But she, he did say that, like, so she's fairly small chested and stuff. Like, 123 or 5 or whatever it was. Fine, that is thin, thin. thin so, he thin. just likes thin, thin. Which, mm-hmm. fine, but you can't, you know, you like, can, you can't mean, name call and make her feel bad, like, just... Yeah, that is not the way no. to change anything if that was his intent. Yeah, if it was, It really yeah. just was him he was, shaming her. And he was just annoyed with her, yeah. which, again, I, I also kind of get, but... Yeah, you can't name call uh-huh. someone you love. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was just... I don't know. She wasn't being an asshole. She was just being a little naive, I think. It's yeah. probably the best word for it. Yes. And he was being just a straight up fucking asshole. Yeah. I think she would have had a lot of negativity if she would have... I said that weird. No, 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 no. <laughs> no she would have had a lot of negative comments and stuff if she would have, you know. I'm sure TikTok people would have been like, yeah. Apart. But, like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have been like, oh, wow. Like, you think this is, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. There I don't know what That's the right ruling, answer though. is. Yeah. He's the asshole. He is the you, asshole. YTA, you yep. are the asshole. Yep. She needs help and you are the worst boyfriend. You are not the kind of person she needs to be with right now. In fact, she probably shouldn't be with anyone. And she needs to work on her self-worth because why the fuck is she with this guy? Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful. Um, tact. This poor girl. Tact, yeah. tact, tact. 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 <laughs> he has no people skills. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that has been a fresh cup. If you Fair want enough. to send us your fresh cup, mm-hmm, any mm-hmm. sort of gossip, family drama, personal drama, like family history drama. Family history drama would be great. Yes. That's or, very fun. Honestly, like if you've read something crazy on Reddit. Oh my gosh. Send us fine. a link, babe. Yeah. yeah we want to hear it. Anything. Yeah, we are spillthemead at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We have Instagram at spillthemead. We have TikTok at spillthemead. Yep. Everything's at spillthemead. Um, and yeah, keep listening. Keep Listen to part two right after this one is it's a doozy right now bye bye spill the mead is written and produced by emily bourdon and maddie gervais music is composed by nicholas lee you can find him at n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s-l-e-i-g-h-m-u-s-i-c.com that's nicholasleemusic.com you can find us on twitter facebook instagram and tiktok at spill the mead